Hi, I'm Ty Young, owner and founder of Ty J. Young Wealth Management, and you're listening to the Financial Health Fast Track. We're going to do things a bit differently on this special bonus cut series. We took a look at the world here in 2021. We saw so many investors making the same mistakes and the same mediocre decisions with their finances. And as we come out of the pandemic, we couldn't just sit back. So we asked, what questions are you seeking answers to? And holy cow, did you respond? I thought it was going to be one episode, but hopefully we can get all your questions into three episodes, all three packed with timely tools answering your direct questions designed to help you reach greater success right now. But before we get started, as always, past performance is no guarantee of future results. And for more information, visit Ty J. Young backslash disclosure. All right, rev your engines, get set, strap in. It's time for the fast track to financial health bonus cut. All right, safer, simpler solutions built for now. And just like last time, I have Amanda Sabria with me. She is the, uh, as I introduced her last time, she is the um, the founder and owner of a marketing company called The Thought Factory, who she actually is quarterbacking these uh, these podcasts as well as a lot of the other marketing that we uh, do in, on TV and social media and so forth. So um, I've asked her to be with us again today to, uh, to, to kind of ask the questions that people have sent in via email to kind of have an interaction. A lot of folks find it more interesting that way. Um, so um, we hope you're one of them. <laughs> so without further ado, Amanda, if you'd fire away with uh, with questions. Thank you. Sure. So on this episode, we are going, we got a lot of questions on our Market Watch 2021 episode around safe and conservative investments. Lots of people a little bit scared right now, wanting to make great decisions with their finances and wanting them to be safe. So this episode are questions that are directly associated with what we do at Ty J Young Wealth Management. So we'll go ahead and kick it off with questions on rate of return. We get a lot of questions on rate of return and we're going to jump right into it. So the first question is, what rate of return can I reasonably count on? All right. So, um, it depends on the investments for our clients in the products that, that we normally use. Um, historic, historically speaking, about a six to eight percent rate of return. Now, um, the the caveat there is that rate of return is driven by stock market performance. Essentially, um, when the stock market goes up, our clients make about half what the market does. Um, and the gains lock in and when the market goes down, they don't lose anything. Um, and so that strategy actually outperformed the stock market over the last uh, 20 years. And it did it without fees and it did it without risk. And the reason it did it is um, you don't have to make as much on the upside if you never lose anything on the downside. But what that also means is when the market goes down, you don't lose any money, which is great. Um, the other side of the equation is you don't make any money in that year. That's something you got to think about. Um, so if you need a consistent, steady rate of return and you need the money safe, 
um, that's going to cost you. Um, and what I mean by that is the rate of return of a CD is going to be about 1%. You can get a, like a fixed annuity that pays. It's not a CD, but it pays kind of like a CD. You can get, you know, 2%, 2.5% maybe right now. But the best way, in my view, um, to get a reasonable rate of return and have it safe is in a fixed index annuity. And that average rate of return is about 6 to 8%. Got it. Okay, so what rate of return can I expect on a $1 million invest, investment with Ty J. Young Wealth Management over the next 10 to 15 years? Great question. All right. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Obviously, no one does. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't think anybody else does either. Um, but I do know what happened in the past. And when we back test the very best products, um, the average rate of returns about six to eight percent, as, as I've said. Um, if you invest a million dollars, you might get a bonus the first day of, of you might get a thirty thousand dollar bonus. You might get a seventy thousand dollar bonus. You might get a hundred thousand dollar bonus. It, it really just depends on the product that you choose. Um, and based on the rule of 72, that means your money is going to double um, about every 10 years. Average rate is 6 to 8%. Rule of 72, average is 7.2. Let's just say that's the case, about a double every 10 years. You can expect your million dollars to be about $2 million based on history in 10 years. And then 10 years from then, about $4 million. That's That's essentially, that's conservative growth. Um, but it's it's it, you can't just set it and forget it. You have to manage that, maintain it, make adjustments on an annual basis to get that six to 8% rate of return. Got it. So this next question is fairly related and you might say same answer, but it says I'm 77 and retired. Assuming I invest half a million with your company, what are the anticipated yearly return? Lots of questions about returns. Lots, Lots of, of questions, questions about, about returns. So with a stock market that's up, I mean, that's up right now, huge since the COVID crash last year, a lot of folks were looking at the stock market and saying, hey, it's up 30%. Well, that's true, um, you know, but, or, you know, COVID crashed to the year after that, it's true. But um, a, a this historical rate of return of the stock market over the last roughly 100 years is about 10%. All right, a good fixed index annuity, which provides safety or principle, meaning you don't go down when the market goes down, is going to average about 6 to 8%. So if you're 77 years old and you want your money safe, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm 77, I don't want the, I don't want to have the opportunity of losing money. I want it safe and I'm willing to take 6 to 8% versus 10 to be guaranteed that my 500,000 doesn't go to 250. I would rather just stay at 500,000 and take just a touch less return. And six to eight percent is not bad. I mean, it's not 30, but it's still pretty good, um, historically speaking. I think, anyway. What's the average return for a fixed index annuity over the past 20 years? The, the Again, it's about 6 to 8%. It's very consistent if you look at a 10, 20, 30-year period of time. Um, the That's a great question, which is actually better than the stock market did over the last 20 years when you, when you factor in um, market corrections like we had in 2008. I mean, we've all forgotten about 2008. Um, we think it can't happen again, but I assure you, based on history, it, uh, it can. But to answer your question, about 6 to 8%. Okay, we got this question a lot, so I'm going to ask it very directly. How do I know I'll get a reasonable rate of return? 
Great question. How do you know you'll get a reasonable rate of return? History. History tends to repeat itself. I mean, I don't know the future, but I do know the past. So if we believe that we live in the greatest country in the world, which I believe, and we and these accounts are driven by the greatest stock market in the world, um, which I believe, with the greatest and most stringent accounting rules um, in the world, which it, which it is, with the most rules and regulations in the world, which it is. Um, if, if the market has done as well as it has, including times like the Great Depression, including times like the 70s, which were very, very difficult, including crashes like we had in, in 2008 and the year 2000 and before, um, we've had those times. The key, the key is that you have to be in a position to harvest the gains of the stock market, but not lose, um, harvest the gains of the stock market when it's going up, but not lose when the, uh, when the market's um, going down. So how do you know? You know based on history. History is a great teacher, and if we choose to learn from it, um, we can really benefit. Okay, next question. What are your cap rates on your seven-year FIAs, that's fixed index annuities, with a deposit of $100,000? All right, cap rates. I'm not really a fan of cap rates, to tell you the truth. There's, and what's just for the general listener here, um, when you talk about a fixed index annuity, there is something called a crediting method. The, the crediting method is the method by which your interest is credited to your account. Now, you're not in the market because if you're in the market, you can lose money, but your interest is based on what the index does. Some crediting methods have a cap, um, meaning the most you can make in a year is 2%, 4%. Well, it's hard to get to 6 to 8% with a cap of 2 or 4%, obviously. Um, the the very best accounts right now don't have caps. You get a portion of what the index does, just as an example. And when I say indexes, I'm talking about indexes like the S&P 500, the Dow, um, the NASDAQ, indexes like that. Um, but essentially, what you get right now is about half what the index does. So if the index does 10, in one year, you get about five. If the index does 20, you get about 10. And there's no cap. So if the index does 100, um, you get about 50, and it locks in. So a couple important components that you have to have, I think you have to have. I would only buy one that had this, and I own a number of these different uh, fixed index annuities. I love them. I love them because the best ones have something called annual reset, where your gains lock in every year. And once they lock in, that becomes your floor. So if you put in, say, um, $100,000, and you make 10%. Now it's 110 and it locks in. That's your floor. Stock market goes in half. You still have 110. If it goes up the following year, 10%, well, you now have 121 because it's compound interest. And that's the floor. That's annual reset. So if you have annual reset, it's calculated annually and you're getting about half the gains of the index, you're in a position to win. I love that. So since you claim that you do not lose money, who would not invest in your most aggressive program or product and simply enjoy flawless growth? Did I notice some sarcasm in that yes. question? Um, the, I, I did too. The, uh, well, um, I appreciate that. I appreciate the question. Um, and and I, I suspect that sarcasm comes from maybe someone not telling you the whole story in the uh, in the past. So here's the whole story. Um, the There is a catch to a fixed index annuity. I love them. 
because you go up with the market, your gains lock in, market goes down, you don't lose anything. You do receive compound interest and there are no fees, but there is one catch and here it is, the time commitment. You have to be okay with the time commitment. Right. Best accounts right now are between about seven and 10 years. Right. Um, during that time, you can take out 10 percent per year. But here's the catch. During that seven to 10 years, if you decide you want to take all the money out to do something, maybe take a trip around the world, there is a penalty for early withdrawal. That's the catch. That's why everybody wouldn't uh, wouldn't do it. Um, but use properly. Tremendous tool. And just a little bit of background. Um, when you think about investments, um, you really think about growth, you think about safety um, or growth or return. You think about safety and you think about liquidity. Uh, pick two because you can only have two, right? You can have growth and you can have safety, but then you're giving up liquidity. You're making a time commitment. You can have liquidity and you can have safety, but you're giving up growth. You're in a money market account. You see how that works? So reminds me of a uh, story. Um, Mario Andretti was starting. Uh, we all know who Mario Andretti is. He's one of my heroes. Um, so um, he's he's uh, he's starting a race team. We're thinking about starting a race team. He's about to hire himself an engineer, and he says, "This engineer, I would like a race car that is incredibly fast, that is incredibly light, and incredibly inexpensive." Mario is going to be the race team owner, and incredibly inexpensive. And the engineer says, "Pick two. You can only have two. Same thing with investments. You can only have two of the three. Awesome. So let's focus in on fixed index annuities for just a second. What's the best interest rate available for a fixed annuity? For a fixed annuity, a fixed annuity is going to pay a fixed rate, um, kind of like um, a CD. It's not a CD. I, I, it's important that I say that. It's not a CD, but it, pay, it can pay a fixed rate. Um, and right now, you can get a, we worked with a, we worked with a nonprofit recently, and they got a, we were able to get them a, a three-year account that was paying 24 um, we got them a five-year account that was paying um, 2.65. Um, those rates obviously change on a daily basis, um, but that's where we're able to uh, to get them. So you can get that. Now, a fixed index annuity means that it's fixed, you're safe, but your interest is paid on what the index does. So you have to, the index has to go up for you to make money. That's kind of the, kind of the distinction. Awesome. So is there a short term? I just heard you say you got an account for, I believe it was three years, four years? For the nonprofit I did. Yeah, that was a fixed, not an index, but a fixed. Gotcha. Okay. So this question is, is there a short term annuity, four to five years that allows 10 per, 10% per year withdrawals at a fixed rate of between two and a half and 3%? Um, there... The answer is yes to that, but that rate can fluctuate. To get a rate that high, you're not going to get a four or five year lock. You're going to get a one year lock in a four to five account. And that's that. that's something you have to talk to one of our annuity specialists, our advisors. The guys are fantastic at getting exactly what you're uh, what you're looking for. But two and a half to three percent guaranteed for four to five years, I would say in this environment is a bit ambitious unless you're talking about two, three million dollars at a time. Got it. So does my index annuity stop for the remainder of the year if the S&P 500 has a bad month? Not if you've made the proper adjustments. Um, what that question refers to for everybody is historically the very best crediting method, as I do the math, is called something called monthly point to point, where they calculate um, what the index does on a monthly basis. And when we back test it, historically, that's the winner. But 
it does not do well in a crazy volatile market. Well, guess what we have right now? A crazy volatile market. So you want an, what they call an annual point to point and an annual reset, not a monthly point to point. So, um, the very best accounts set up properly right now, um, you are not hurt by monthly volatility of the market. In many cases, if it's set up right, the volatility can help you if it's calculated once per year. Very important that if you have that, you you, uh, you talk with your advisor and get it adjusted. And if it's not working out, bring it to one of our advisors here at Ty J. Young Wealth Management. Those guys are fantastic at making adjustments on existing annuities, even that came from other places to help people maximize returns and they'd be happy to do it. Wonderful. So the next question sounds like it's coming from someone who was once a beneficiary of an annuity. So the question is, my father had two annuities, one with New York Life and the other with American Insurance Group. He has since passed. These are generating approximately 3% on one and one and a half percent on the other per year. Are your annuities, meaning Ty J. Young Wealth Management Strategies, competitive with those numbers? He had over $100,000 in each of them. What I'm really trying to ask is, do these annuities, which my dad purchased many years ago, about 20 years, work the same? Okay. Um, do they work the same? The same as what, I guess, is the question. And what I'm assuming the question is, do they work the same as a fixed index annuity? And the answer to that question is no. Those are fixed rates, that three and and one and a half percent. Um, I suspect that money's completely liquid. So if you have a completely liquid account, that's paying 3%, that's roughly three times or more what you can get at the local bank. So that's pretty darn competitive. Um, I actually like that one. I, I don't know how much I would take out of there depending on your individual situation. If you'd like 6 to 8%, that's a conversation that we probably, or one of the advisors here should probably have with you to see what, the, what, that, what that balance looks like. The 1.5%, I'm not quite as excited about that. Um, about half as excited as three, right? So um, <laughs> the, the, that one, I think you could probably leverage that to get some more return. Again, depending upon your goals and objectives. And I keep saying that over and over again, but we're all different. We're all trying to achieve different things. I mean, if I'm, if, if I'm about to buy a house six months from now, I'm leaving that right where it is. If I'm going to take the money out and buy the house, if I'm not going to touch it for 20 years, I'd rather have six to 8%. So it depends on what I'm trying to achieve. I know it's not like a broken record with that, Amanda, but it is pretty important. Yeah. Yeah, but that makes sense. I think and using the analogy of wanting to buy a house versus wanting to grow my money over 10, 20 years is a great analogy for how to make decisions. Very, very different. Right. So, okay, if I invest in Ty J. Young Wealth Management, do I get dividends or just appreciation? Um, <laughs> just appreciation. Yeah, all you get is appreciation, sadly. <laughs> um, you know, just appreciation, 6 to 8%, that's all I'm getting is appreciation. Um, I'm kind of kidding around. <laughs> dividends are, are uh, the way that individual companies um, that are publicly traded pay out appreciation and income, right? It's, it's essentially income from that company. So if you own, if you own, um, uh, just as an example, a stock like GE, 
um, that pays a dividend, well, you're going to get that dividend paid to you. If you have a mutual fund that pays a dividend, that's because there are stocks in that mutual fund that are paying dividends most of the time. So all that said, um, it's it, with a fixed index annuity, it's not a stock. It's not a company. Um, it's a contract with an insurance company. And the way that you make income and the way that you get growth is through appreciation. Good. Now let's rotate over to fees. This is probably one of my favorite subjects um, talking about with you because I just get really surprised every time I learn about someone who feels like they have a great return, but they're also paying tremendously high fees and not relating that their return is dramatically diminished because of annual fees. So let's jump right into it. What are your fees initially and annually? Great question. So let me kind of paint a a quick picture here. Um, I hate fees. I don't want to pay fees. I don't want to personally pay fees. I don't want to pay, you know, fees on my cable bill. I don't want to pay fees on my, on my credit card bill. I don't want to pay fees to anybody for anything because what fees do is diminish how much money I have. That's it. So, um, I am fee averse and you know, I'm that way for clients as, uh, as well. It is so, I mean, here's what it comes down to. It is not how much you make. It is how much you get to keep after fees, after taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, um, if it's not how much you make, it's how much you get to keep. Um, fees are a huge factor. So what are our fees initially? Um, it's funny. I say it to clients like this all the time. They say, what's, what's your fee? And I said, there, I say there isn't one. And they say, what? And I was, yeah, I don't want to send you a bill. And I bet you don't want to get one. We got a deal. They're like, yeah, we got a deal. So, but th- then the question becomes, how do you make money? Well, we talked about the, the time commitment, right? The insurance company makes money. They don't charge you a fee, but they make money using your money over time. So if there's a seven-year time commitment, they're going to be using at least a portion of your money over a period of time. And they make money using your money over time. And out of what they make, that pays their, their overhead and their expenses. And that's also how they pay us. So you don't have to pay us a fee because the insurance company pays us a fee, not only initially, um, but on an annual basis. So no initial fees um, and, uh, and no fees on an annual basis. And the historical rate of return is one that is net pre-tax, 6 to 8% compound. Got it. So just to reiterate one more time, because we've got two more questions on this. There are no fees associated with our investment strategies, and there are no annual fees on the purchase of an annuity with us. People can't believe it, but it's true. It's true. There, there, I mean, it comes down to, I mean, we are making money, right? And so is the insurance company, but not by charging fees, using the money over time. So um, I don't know how to say it any more plainly. No fees up front, no fees annually. Hope that's okay. Awesome. Okay, what about withdrawals? What is the amount you can take out of an annuity per year without a surrender charge? All right, so great question. So the very best accounts are going to be between about seven and uh, ten years long. Some pay bonuses, some don't don't pay bonuses. The very best accounts after one year, you can take out ten percent per year every year for any reason with no penalty at all from the insurance company. So what that means is. If you're in the seven-year account, day 366, you can take out 10%. So if you put in $500,000, after one year, you can take out $50,000 
with no penalty at all from the insurance company. And you can do that in a lump sum, or you can spread that uh, that fifty thousand a year over a uh, on, on a monthly basis. The uh, the choice is yours. Now on that seven year account. Day seven years and one day from that, you can take out all your money with no penalty, 100% of the money with no penalty from the insurance company after the surrender charge period, after the time commitment has expired. So seven in the seven-year account, seven years and one day, you can take all your uh, your money out. And it's interesting. Some people have the fear that the insurance company is going to keep their money. If they die, the insurance company is going to keep their money and that they can only get it as an income. You get the wrong account. That's the case. But in the best accounts, after seven years, you can take it in a lump sum. If you pass away, 100% of your money is paid to your beneficiary in a lump sum with uh, with no waiting, pre-tax. I'm really glad you explained that because we get a lot of people that feel like or they think they're led to think that their money is locked up. Right. Um, so this next question speaks on that a little bit. If I need all of my money before the end of the time commitment, can I get it? The answer to that question is absolutely yes, you can. Um, however, it may have a surrender charge or a penalty for early withdrawal. So if you put in, say, $100,000 or $500,000 into a seven-year account and six months in, you say, hey, I was just kidding. I want all my money back. Um, there's going to be about a 10% penalty for early withdrawal. You're not going to get all your money back if you do that. Um, if God forbid, and this is true in most accounts, God forbid after a year you go to a nursing home, God forbid you get a terminal illness, something, you know, something horrific like that, more times than not, you can get all your money with no penalty at all from the insurance company. Um, but if you're just taking it out to, you know, to buy a, a, a vacation house or, or you're buy, taking it all out to take a trip around the world, if you take out more than 10% during the time commitment, there could be a penalty and very likely will be a, a penalty for early withdrawal. I mean, that makes sense. And I'm with all of the other benefits that you're getting, like no annual fees, a reasonable rate of return and your principal protected. I think that I'll take that any day. It's all trade-offs, right? right. I mean, every investment um, has pros and it has cons. I mean, in another episode, we talked about Bitcoin. Well, the pro is that your money quadruples every day, it seems like. Just kidding, it really doesn't. But it kind of seems like it. Right. The con is you can give it all back plus your investment the next day, right? Right. Um, so pros and cons. If we, if we look at this type of account, safety, um, growth, no fees. That's the trade-off for the time commitment. It's all pros. It's, it's what comes down to what's right for you to achieve your goals and your objectives um, at your station in life with your family situation. Awesome. So let's transition to safety. You just mentioned safety. We get a lot of questions on how our accounts are safe. So let's kick this off with what type of account is an annuity and what is it good for? So um, the reason that I feel very comfortable telling people that their money is completely protected against losses in a fixed index annuity is that a fixed index annuity is a guaranteed insurance contract. Now, not all insurance policies are guaranteed insurance contracts, um, but a fixed index annuity is a guaranteed insurance contract. So what does that mean? Well, what that means is for the insurance company to gain the status of a guaranteed insurance contract, they have to reserve 102% or more of what they guarantee. And again, insurance law, state law, this varies from varies from state to state. But the long and the, the long and the short of it, they have to reserve 102% or more of what they guarantee. 
All right. The biggest companies with the best ratings, which are very important, by the way, reserve sometimes 130, 140 percent of what they guarantee. Now, the insurance commissioner's offices in the states actually monitor the reserve accounts. Right. And they enforce the reserving rules. Because of those reserving rules and the enforcement of those reserving rules in the history of our country, according to U.S. News and World Report, in the history of our country, no one's ever lost one cent in a guaranteed insurance contract. They have lost money in banks, never in guaranteed insurance contracts. Because of those rules and the enforcement of those rules, I feel very comfortable telling your money's in a safe place. And that's also, and that leads to the next two questions around how do I know my money is protected when I invest with Ty J Young Wealth Management. Well, if, if safety is important to you, then that's and it's the most important thing. It's the most important thing to us. So, the being able to use and this is a fantastic advantage, um, being able to use guaranteed insurance contracts. You know, we have we have the security and knowing that those reserving rules are there, that the insurance commissioner in the individual states are enforcing those those rules. Um, and, and there's all kinds of laws guaranteeing your your money of these individual states and in enforcing the rules to the insurance company. So, um, you know, in my view, it doesn't get any safer than that. Got it. How does my principal not go down if I'm invested in the stock market? Great question. How does your principal not go down if you're invested in the stock market? If you're invested in the stock market, it does go down. <laughs> the stock market goes down and you're invested in the stock market, you lose money. Now, um, what I suspect this question is about is about a fixed index annuity and how does that work? So, a fi- with a fixed index annuity, your interest is paid based upon what the stock market index does. So, your interest is paid based on what the index does, not because you're in the index. So, the index goes up, they pay you interest. If the index goes down, you don't lose anything because you're not actually in the index. That's the difference. Now, you're giving up some return to get that, but you're also giving up losses. And for me, it seems like a fair trade. Yeah, me too. So this one is a little technical, but I'm excited to ask it. In the event of a bail-in from banks, would the $100,000 I have with Ty J. Young Wealth Management currently in a fixed index annuity, 10 to 12 years, be protected against any kind of seizure? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so the, the I'm, I'm speculating. I say I don't know from because I don't know. I'm speculating. I did see. I don't know if you remember what happened in Cyprus, but they the banks essentially just confiscated the money. Now, um, that's obviously not good for confidence in banks when they confiscating money. Um, the, the, I won't say in defense of the Cyprus banking officials, but um, they were actually confiscating um, money. Most of the money they confiscated actually was owned by, as I and, and I don't know this for a fact. I just read about it, but it was owned by Russian mobster oligarch type guys, um, and and they got it was ill-gotten gains. But um, still, it doesn't justify it, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't instill confidence in those banks. So to the the question about a bail-in in banks. Um, it, it would depend on a lot of different factors. And, and a lot of the things that are going on in Washington right now, I would have never in a million years thought would happen, but they are starting to uh, to happen. But in a guaranteed insurance contract, 
um, is very it's it, it's it's got a number of of protections that are that's that are not afforded to money at, uh, at banks. Um, so it's very very different. Could the go- government confiscate money? I mean, they tax us. They increase taxes. That's confiscating money every uh, every day. But I have to believe that our money is a higher is in a higher level of protection than it would be at a at a uh, than it would be at a bank for a uh, for a bail in. But I think the likelihood of that happening is very very small because all the constituents that vote for the politicians would be the subjects of that bail in. Um, so um, there you go. That's a uh, that's one that I hope doesn't happen. I don't think it'll happen in our lifetimes, and God forbid it does. I think that we are uh, we have higher levels of protection in annuities. And is that the same? Would that be the same answer for the question? How is my money protected from the government? <laughs> Similar question from the government. So, is your money truly um, protected from the government? Well. It's protected from lawsuits in large part. It's, it's it's protected from court proceedings like your IRA, for example. I mean, could the could the, the government pass a law where they confiscated IRAs? They've talked about this, by the way, where they confiscate IRAs and they pay it out like Social Security. Yes. Um, are they actually going to do that? I suspect no, because all the people that vote are the ones that have the IRAs. So they wouldn't be they wouldn't be in office very long. But is that is that possible? So the 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 question becomes this is kind of not answering the question, answering answering a different question because it's convenient. So I will. Um, <laughs> right. So the an IRA and an annuity, I, I, I only see those broken up. I don't see them broken up in lawsuits. I don't see them. I don't see them people getting money from annuities or IRAs um, in corporate disputes. I don't see them in like when they get sued. I tell you when I see it, divorces. In a divorce, um, they, the judge will often say the IRA is split in half, half to the wife, half to the husband, or split up in some fashion like that as part of the, as part of the divorce proceeding, because it's considered, I'm not a lawyer, by the way, or an accountant, just so everybody knows, um, or a CPA or a bunch of other stuff I'm not. Um, but the, uh, but the, the reality is that's where I see them broken up is in a court proceeding based on a judge's order because they say that is marital assets. Okay, last question on safety. Is my money protected and how do I know how my investments are doing? Is your money protected? If it's in a fixed index annuity, especially with our firm, the answer to that question is yes. How do you know how your investments are doing? Um, you can log in to the, you can ask us if you're a client of ours, um, and, we'll, and we'll provide you an account summary, which is, of course, our proprietary reporting, where you can see all your different accounts on one page, simple and easy to understand. People love that. If you're not working with us, um, you can go directly to your custodian if you'd like to set up an account and see the value online. Now, what I suspect the, the the origin of that question might be is the very best accounts have something called annual reset. That means that when you say you this example example I used earlier, say you put in a hundred thousand, say you make ten percent the next the, the first year, so it goes to one hundred and ten. Well, it stays at one hundred and ten until the end of the following year. And then your interest is paid after the year. So you don't know how much interest you're going to make for the year until the end of the year um, in a good fixed index annuity, the ones that have the highest return. That's how they're set up. So you have to look at the index that that your annuity is based on. So what index is it? It depends on your account, but you can look at the S&P 500, the Dow. There's the multi-asset risk control index, lots of different indexes you can look at. 
But um, it really depends on what the index is doing during during the uh, year is how you can tell how your investment's doing. Wonderful. Okay, we have a few more questions for this episode. And these questions are just about how do I get started with Taijay Young Wealth Management and is it right for me? So the first one is I'm almost 82. Does that exclude me from considering investment in annuities? I'm, I'm, I'm 82. I'm almost 82. Don't want to jump the gun there. I'm almost 82. Does that exclude you? No, no, it doesn't exclude you. But I will say that there are there are um, some products that are not available for people over the age of 70 or 75 or or 80 or 85. So you're somewhat limited, but you're not you're not excluded by uh, by any stretch of the uh, the imagination. And, and one way you can tell if if we're right for you. I mean, anytime you're anytime you're looking at making an investment, you want to know the firm you're working with is right for you and you're right for them. We have a 12 minute video. Um, and that, if you'd like to have that, just just send an email to uh, info at Ty J Young. Say I'd like the twelve minute video. Just send it in there. We'll send you that. You can watch that. And essentially. Um, you watch that. It's kind of who we are, what we do, how we do it. Maybe a success story or two from uh, from clients. Twelve minutes long, um, and uh, and then you can decide: Are we right for you? You get an advisor on the phone, very informal uh, informal meeting, and what they'll do is they'll figure out the very best account to help you achieve your goal. And then if you like it, they go forward. And if not, we part friends. Simple uh, simple as that. So you're not excluded. I mean, there's actually decent products all the way to to age ninety for index. So um, we've got some opportunity for you. Okay, so do your annuities have a long-term care acceleration provision? Some do. Some if if a in, here's what it really comes down to. There's only a hundred pennies in a dollar. Um, if we apply that to an annuity, you can spend a um, hundred pennies trying to get the most return. Or you can spend 90 pennies trying to get the most return in 10 with an accelerated long-term care rider. So you have to give in some areas to get in other areas. But are there good products with long-term care acceleration provisions? You bet there are. Fantastic products. Fantastic products that have literally um, alleviated a burden of children having to pay for their mother's. I think I'm thinking of one example off the top of my head, the mother's long-term care. So it's fantastic. Um, but um, if you have that provision and you don't ever use it, that's going to cost you from a rate of return standpoint. So there's pros and cons to everything, and it comes down to what's important to you. But those products are available. Awesome. So this next one is around income and negotiation. So my annuity matures this June. Should I begin my lifetime income stream at that time? Or can I renegotiate it to have it last longer and not begin my income stream? Should you renegotiate? I like the way you think. I really do. Yes, absolutely you should. You should You should go out in the open market. One of our advisors can help you shop this around to see if you can get a better deal. I mean, I want a better deal. If I don't want to overpay for a car and I want a maximum income for my annuity. So um, the, you can shop that around. You can renegotiate. You can um, figure out the best, the best product to achieve your goals. And here's the other thing, an income stream. There's a couple of different ways you can take an income stream. You can take a guaranteed income for life, 
but often that means you get less money on a monthly basis. Or you can just take out what it's earning every year, um, which is going to be potentially going to be more um, more money. So it just kind of depends on what you're uh, what you're trying to achieve. But it, it, when it comes time, when that when the account comes to the end of the surrender period, um, you certainly can renegotiate. You certainly can shop around, and you should, and we'll help you. How can I tell if I'm making money or losing money with Chai J Young Wealth? management accounts? Great question. Um, how can you tell if you're making money or losing money? Well, you're not losing money because they're guaranteed against market losses. That I can tell you. If you're in a guaranteed insurance contract, you're guaranteed never to lose money and you're not going to be paying fees. Um, you can, I mean, you, if you buy one of these products from another firm and they put a fee on there, you, I guess you can lose the fee. But with us, there's not going to be any fees because um, I'm fee averse. Um, so, the you're not going to be losing money and your interest is paid to you um, based on what the index does. And you get a statement that's sent out every year as the interest paid. So you can see that you're making money there or we can do or not or and we can do an account summary that is a uh, consolidated reporting effectively on the accounts you have that shows you your growth. So a lot of different ways with the accounts with us. Okay, so all of this talk on annuities, all of this great positive talk so why do annuities get negative press? Marketing. It's essentially competitors saying all annuities are bad. All annuities have fees. All annuities, you know, make you look old. You know, all, all annuities, you know, make you look foolish if you own them in front of your friends at the country club. I mean, here's the thing. It, 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 negative press um, is, is you have to kind of consider the source. If someone, a money manager, comes on TV and says, annuity blunders, um, then uh, you have to consider that he's trying to get you to put his money, or they're trying to get you to put their money with them. Um, I can tell you that a money manager, um, an annuity, um, bonds, CDs, money market accounts, they all have a place in a properly diversified portfolio. You don't have to throw mud. So that said, um, negative press. Let's talk about a couple of myths that go along with some of the negative press. One is annuities have ridiculous fees. All annuities have ridiculous fees. That's false. And the short answer is not all annuities were created equal. Um, the very best annuities, the very best accounts, the ones that I like the best that we use for our clients um, have no upfront fee and have no annual fee. Um, the next myth is annuities don't grow. Once again, false. The very best accounts. I mean, let me say it this way. There is no better way that I've ever seen to get the growth, to get growth, a reasonable growth without market risk. I've never seen anything better than a fixed index annuity in that particular case. Now, is it right for you in your situation? I don't know. It depends on your own individual situation. Is it a fantastic option if you're looking for safety so you don't lose money in the stock market? The maximum growth you can get while having safety and the opportunity to take income, if those are your goals, just might be a good fit. I'm not so sure I'd listen to the negative press. So what is the best annuity? Well, it depends on what you're trying to achieve. Just as an example, um, we may have talked about in this podcast or past ones. I work with a nonprofit or actually several nonprofits. And for them, they, they want to beat a money market. They're getting 0.5% per year on several million dollars. Um, 
or 0.4% was something terrible. You know, we we're able to get them to two and a half percent, five times what they were getting. Well, they're pretty happy about that. For them, that's the best annuity because, you know, there's a board of directors, there's rules they have to follow, um, and that was perfect for them. For someone who is, you know, retired, 65 years old, as an example, they want a maximum rate of return. A fixed index annuity might be a, might be a much better choice in that case because the rate of return is just greater. So it provides security um, and uh, and growth. So it really depends on what you're trying to achieve. Got it. So let's say I'm ready to get started with Ty J Young Wealth Management. I've listened to the podcast. I love what I hear. How do I get started and place money with Ty J Young Wealth Management? It starts with watching the 12 minute video. And if you, if you'd like to have that, just send in, uh, send in, um, an email to info at Ty J Young. We'll send you a link. Say, I'd like the 12 minute video. Um, we'll send you the 12 minute video. And in there is, it, obviously it's informal. We'll show you exactly, you know, who we are, what we do and how we do it. And if you like it, um, then we'll uh, then set up a time to talk with one of our advisors, um, spend about 15 minutes. Essentially, what we're going to want to know is, you know, what account do you want help with or do you want help with the whole financial picture? Do you want your money safe? Would you be happy with a six to eight percent rate of return? Really easy questions. There's no hard ones. Um, and uh, and from that point, it's uh, it's a little bit of paperwork. And uh, next thing you know, your money's safe and it's growing. And sometimes there's even a bonus. And so what's the minimum? How much do I need? To get the very best accounts out there, it's about $100,000. There are some accounts that are available for lesser amounts, but to get the, the best accounts out there with the very best growth and the very best bonuses, $100,000 or more. And is this a program I can contribute to weekly or monthly? Oh, sure. If you want to add money to them, there, um, there are accounts that are set up specifically to add money on a regular basis. And do you have any agents in Dallas, Texas? It's crazy. With Zoom, um, we have clients. I mean, we have we have uh, agents all over the world. Um, it, you know, and with the telephone, we have clients and, and, and agents all over the, the world. See, here's the thing. And it's crazy that COVID has done this. And I guess it's good. Maybe it is. Um, the now... People and I don't want to either. I you know I don't want to necessarily go places I don't have to go and be around as you know fewer people seems like a good thing and you know I'm in favor of the vaccinations and everything. But um, with that Zoom and video calls and the telephone has become much more of a tool. So we can be right our our, our headquarters is right in the greater Atlanta area, but we can be right there on your computer helping you get your money safe, helping you get it protected while you're remaining safe, not going out in public, not having to wear a mask in your own home. It, it works out very, very well. Awesome. And so we're finally at our last question and it could be the most important for some of our listeners. Why would I use your services over someone else? Expertise, expertise. And, and I mean, here's what it comes down to. If a good fixed index annuity is right for you, how do you know you're getting a good one? Right. How do you know? I mean, I'm gonna give you some facts that some people find staggering. Um, there are more than 100 different products, right? Those products are sold by insurance agents, um, people in the investment business, um, PNC, like your car insurance people, they're sold by a lot of people that do other things. So the level of expertise sometimes is greater than others. 
Um, so if you're working with someone who's not an annuity specialist, not an expert in the area, like our guys here are, that's this is a big, this differentiates us as much as anything. Um, if you're not working with an expert and there's a hundred different products, your chances of getting the right product for you in your situation, I guess, based on the numbers are less than 1%, less than one in a hundred. Then, so you got to choose the right product and then you got to have the right setup. So that, so you're choosing the right products, one thing, which is important, but also getting it set up where you get the maximum amount of growth um, set up for income. You might need income now. You might need income in the future. Depends on what you want to do. So you got to get it set up properly for maximum growth and potential and, and, and potential income. So you got to get that initial setup and then annual reviews to make adjustments. Some people think this is set it and forget it. Um, I had one agent tell me that he tries to get this. He gets very upset that he has to take calls from his clients because um, he can just send them to the carrier to get information. Are you kidding me? This isn't set it and forget it. You have to make adjustments and our, our annuity specialist will work with you on a annual basis, if not more, to make the adjustments to your accounts to maximize the return. You can't, it's not one size fits all and it's not set it and forget it. You need the right account for you and the right setup and the right adjustments to get the maximum rate of return. And that's where we really shine. That's why you work with us. Wonderful. So I know that was a long episode. However, we wanted to make sure that we covered all questions very thoroughly to give you as much information as we possibly could. So thank you, Ty. Oh, well, thank you, Amanda. That was super fun. All right. We have come to the end of bonus cut safer, simpler solutions built for now. But do you still have more questions? We have a few episodes left, but if you don't feel like waiting, feel free to shoot us your questions.